For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. One of my favorites, one of my all-time favorites to talk to, Chris Pronger, former Blues defenseman, MVP, Hart Trophy winner back in 2000, Hockey Hall of Famer, Stanley Cup winner, let's see here, two-time gold medal winner playing in the Olympics for Canada. But more than all of that, just great fun to talk to. And Chris Pronger living in St. Louis, post-hockey, he's still got it. He's just, he belongs on a network hockey show. Because he's got the acerbic wit and just funny all the time. I I love talking to Pronger. He's also promoting his Canadian whiskey called Journey, J-R-N-Y. It's something he and his brother Sean Pronger launched uh, less than a year ago. But you'll, you'll see him around town, around the country, New York, Ontario, doing tastings and telling stories. Always fun to catch up with Chris Pronger. He is the focus of the Kilcoin conversation, get into a little bit about his career being traded to St. Louis and being traded away from St. Louis, uh, about the game today, the fact that he worked for NHL disciplinary, player discipline, like the guy who was suspended uh, eight times. I asked on Twitter for some questions. One of the responses said, ask him about being on the list of dirtiest players. So I did ask him. And he went through all eight of his suspensions. And then the the listener online said, man, now I kind of feel bad that I brought that up. I said, he doesn't care. That's one thing about Pronger. I, <laughs> I guarantee he doesn't care. He alluded to writing a book, which would be interesting. I even gave an idea, gave him an idea there for the forward. So we are coming to you from the Pasta House Studios this time of year, all times of the year. You're busy, kids, on the run. Let Pasta House do the cooking for you. It's pastahouse.com. Order online. Great big meals that'll serve. It'll say four, but it's going to serve more like six people at least because they're going to load you up with all the great food. Everything's made fresh daily. 19 area locations. The newest ones at Woodlawn in Manchester over there in Kirkwood. But again, order online for a great meal or stop by and see them. And on Sundays, kids eat free. It is the Pasta House. Also, appliance discounters, great St. Louis success story. Selling the biggest names and appliances at the lowest price. And they've been doing this since 2007. It started, they were doing the dinged and dented models, and that was doing well. Then they just kept expanding, expanding. And now, all the biggest names, including General Electric, great rebates always available on GE appliances. And now you can find all the biggest names, lowest prices, washer, dryer, stove, refrigerator, whatever you need, entire kitchen. They can do it for you. It's theappliancediscounters.com, where their savings are your savings. The Missouri Athletic Club in St. Louis since 1903. That's the original, historic, beautiful building downtown. I'm, I'm pretty sure most people have been to an event there, whether it's a wedding the Jack Buck Sports Award, some type of an event. There's always something going on downtown. Also have the West Clubhouse, great spot for the kids. 
If you want to get your fitness level raised, you can sign up for some training, play tennis, pickleball. I get my son out there. We're playing basketball this time of year. It's nice to have an indoor gym to go to. The West Clubhouse. So you have two different clubhouses available to you with one club. The Missouri Athletic Club. Find out more. It's mac-stl.org. Triad Bank, longtime sponsor of all of the Kilcoin Conversations, going back to our Larusa segments, our Panger segments, you name it, they've been with us since day one, and they've been in St. Louis since 2005. Neighborhood-friendly bank, that's what I like saying about Triad, because when you go in there, the people are friendly. Imagine that, your bank, and they're nice to you. It just doesn't happen the way it should anymore. For all your banking needs, including small business owners looking to expand, Talk to Jim Regner, the CEO, or anybody on his team over there. They're on Clayton Road in Frontenac. Second location's on Olive. That's just west of 270. And on the web, it's triadbanking.com. And Marie de Villa, senior living. They're at the corner of Clayton and Wideman Road. Beautiful spot in West County. Since 1960, the premier spot for your retirement years. They have the Villa Estates where you're living on your own, but still have access to the clubhouse and all of the amenities. They're events they have, the great food, assisted living, all different levels of care. One spot, Marie Davila, Senior Living. And now the conversation with the one, the only, Chris Pronger. And on the line with us is the Hockey Hall of Famer, the Blues legend, and whiskey uh, maker? I'm trying to get this right here. Chris Pronger is with us. <laughs> Connoisseur, guru, uh, provider. This all goes back to me being a Aficionado. Schnooks. Aficionado. Yeah, I should let you, you fill keep in. Going. Keep going. Yeah. I was at Schnooks at 745 in the morning. I sent Pronger a text of the great display they have at the Depair Schnooks of Journey Canadian Whiskey. And it was pretty impressive. And then he writes back, did you buy any? And I thought, well... It was a little early in the morning. I thought people would talk. So then I went back over the weekend, and I did get some, and it's outstanding. Everybody loves the Canadian whiskey journey. Uh, how's it going? It's almost been a year since the launch, right? Yeah, we're uh, we're coming up on nine months, I think. Yeah, so we're uh, we're doing well. We're, you know, it's like anything else. It takes time. It takes uh, a lot of patience and perseverance to break into this space, especially lots of. Uh, options out there for people but uh we're making headway isn't it hard just to get on a shelf somewhere like i, I bet pronger the hockey bully has to use some of those tactics to get on the, <laughs> the schnooks shelves <laughs> uh it is uh, not easy you know and i think that speaks to the quality of our product is that uh we were able to get viable shelf space and able to get into all the the uh the stores and liquor stores grocery stores etc Schnucks, Deerberg's, Total Wine, Randall's, Wine and Cheese Place, uh, you name it, we're there. And when it came we're out, it, it was very reasonable. I mean, I keep going. It was like, well, twenty two ninety nine, uh, very reasonably priced for a, a great product. But I'm wondering when it came out, you know, when a filmmaker releases their film, they're worried about the critics. Like, oh, I hope they like it. How about for you? You put your name on it. Were you a little tentative about how it would be received? You know what? Uh, not really. Uh, I think having been a, uh, you know, as my brother and I like to say, we've, we've done a lot of R&D over the years, 35 plus years of research and development. Please don't do the math on that. And Wait a minute. Uh, <laughs> wait a minute. 14 maybe. Hold on. Let's see. Do you have enough fingers and toes okay. for that? You might have been a teenager. Oh, it's Canada. It doesn't count up there. You can do whatever yeah, you want exactly, in Canada. Exactly. 
So, you know, I think we knew what we liked, and, and we thought we knew what the consumer would like. Uh, there were a number of things that we didn't like about what was on the market, and that's what we tried to uh, improve on amongst a whole host of other things. We don't use any uh, additives, no preservatives, no coloring. It's a very pure product. And, uh, um, you know, we're, uh, we're excited about uh, the feedback that we've gotten. Uh, a lot of great testimonials will be going up on the website soon. So it's, it's, it's been uh, a lot of fun hearing from people and uh, kind of getting a feel for what their palate is like, what their flavor profile, what they like, what they don't like. And, and certainly, you know, everybody has their own favorites out there, and we hope to be a part of it. And for those finding out for the first time, yeah, Chris Pronger, his brother Sean, teaming up for this whiskey, Canadian whiskey, which is Journey. It's J-R-N-Y. It's really an attractive bottle, I believe, at the DePere location. These are autographed bottles to boot, so there's a bonus there. There were, uh, there were a few there, yeah. And then I think it had. I'm not a connoisseur. I'm a consumer. I guess I don't have the uh, the palate, the proper palate, but I feel like it's got a little bit of a bite there, which also seems to be a pronger trait. <laughs> there is a little spice to it. Let's yeah. just let's call it spice. There's a a, a little. Uh, a little part of the flavor profile that uh, lends itself to a little bit of spice. Uh, there's a little little sweetness there too, uh, but uh, no, it, it touches all the right uh, notes in your mouth and uh, very smooth, as you know, going down. So uh, we're very excited. The journey has been uh, a lot of fun. Took uh, a while to get to market, but now that we're there, we're we're excited to continue to uh, roll it out and. Uh, you know, find a tasting near you. We're uh, we're rolling them out uh, as we go here. And fun to do a project with your brother Sean, who played in the league. And if I read correctly, you were going to play college hockey with him initially, right? That was the plan. Yeah. There, <laughs> yes, that was. Well, I don't know if it was going to be with him. Uh, they were recruiting me fairly hard and using that as a draw. Um, they were on my short list. You know, he played at Bowling Green State University in Bowling Green, Ohio. I had a number of visits, One of uh, a few of which were I was going to go check out Michigan, Michigan State. Uh, I had already been to Bowling Green. I need to waste one of my five. Uh, Maine was an option. Denver was another option. And then North Dakota. Those were the five trips. If you uh, can imagine, I had already set up my five recruiting trips. And then over the course of the summer, I got drafted into the Ontario Hockey League, a major junior in Canada. And they talked me into just coming to camp back then you could only go for 48 hours so drove to camp allegedly on my way through and back to go play junior b for another year before i went to play college and uh lo and behold they talked me into staying and you know it was uh you know it was just the right fit they uh <laughs> they they gave me the hard sell and it worked and so you went to Peterborough. I think. Are you going back there this week? Some kind of get together. I am going back there on Thursday. We've got actually a bottle signing at uh, an LCBO there, which is the uh, uh, Ontario government's liquor store. And then uh, going to be dropping the puck at big rivalry game against the Oshawa Generals. That was our arch rival. So uh, I wanted to show a little love and nice. go drop the opening face off and maybe. Uh, poke somebody in the back of the knees again and see what happens. <laughs> Just like old times. <laughs> now, I should I should know this. In junior, do you get paid to play junior hockey, or do they just put you up with a family? Uh, well, according to the NCAA, now it really doesn't matter. But back right. then, 
according to the NCAA, getting paid $39 a week is considered being a professional. So if you think that's a problem, then have at it. Allegedly, the NCAA did. That's why uh, once you chose to go play major junior, you could not go play in the NCAA uh, hockey league, but whatever. Has it, is it, is it changed? Is it changed at all? Because so they basically back then, if you say, Hey, I'm going to be a junior, they considered you going pro. Correct. Correct. You could not, you could, you could go play NCAA. So I had a lot of buddies that went to play NCAA and then left to go play junior. Uh, but you cannot or could not start in major junior and then go play in, in the NCAA. So would that, because you were considered a pro because you're, you're playing against players that have been signed NHL contracts or you're considered playing in a pro league because there are technically pro hockey players because they're signed to an NHL contract. A lot of legal mumbo-jumbo that really shouldn't have mattered, but that's why they get paid, I guess, to sully the waters of what we're all trying to do. I would say it all worked out for Chris Pronger, Hall of Famer. Saw him at the recent Blues Thank Hall. You, Martin. <laughs> I'm, I'm out on a li- I'm out on a limb there. <laughs> it all worked out, and I know it worked out because I saw him at the MAC lobby at the Hall of Fame night, wearing his blue blazer, and it really is an impressive collection of talent. And I think it was Red Berenson who said that if you you know go back in time, if everybody was at their peak age, he said this Blues alumni list could do some damage. It, it's it's quite a group. Yeah, it was it was great to be a part of uh, that evening. Uh, it was great to have Pavel Dimitra's family there, Maya and Lucas and and his daughter. Uh, it was I hadn't seen them in man like not even probably twelve or thirteen years. It was uh, you know a tragic event that saw him and a number of other NHL players lose their lives over in Russia. And, um, you know, you, you, your heart goes out to him. But it was great that the Blues were able to honor his memory and, and go into the Hall of Fame with his buddy and line mate, Keith Kachuk, and uh, and Mike Liu, too. Funny enough, you never really hear about his stats and kind of his time here in St. Louis. It kind of gets watered down by some of the other, you know, older, bigger-name players. But uh, having all the goaltender records still is pretty impressive and uh, just speaks to his tenure here in St. Louis, and I think a few of them are about to be surpassed by his client, Jordan Biddington, but um, you know, it was great to hear him talk about his time here, and, and obviously the, the teams that he played on. And I talked to him about it. I said, I think his Blues legacy, what you're referencing there, for those you know who don't quite remember it, had he stayed longer, he would have been even more of a Blues legend, and he said, I know, because it's a bummer because they were having financial issues, the team was sort of on the, the ropes, and they had to make some deals, and so I'm thinking that sounds very familiar. We lose great, <laughs> we lose these great players because the ownership is struggling a bit. When you got traded away, we're talking about 20 years ago now. I probably would have guessed that you wouldn't have moved back. I mean, you weren't bitter when you got traded, but you probably weren't excited either. Yeah, um, you know, we'll we'll see what happens. There may be a book in the offing at some point. Oh. Who knows? But eh, you never know. But uh, uh, it was, uh, I mean, let's call it bittersweet, I guess. I, I, I knew they had been shopping me that whole year. And then obviously the lockout and, you know, my contract was up. They wanted to wait till there was a new deal. You know, it was a long protracted lockout with uh, 
a lot of uh, back and forth between owners and players and management players, etc. So uh, was not keen on uh, how things played out, but uh, as we all know, things play out for a reason. And um, you know, I got shipped off to Edmonton and uh, had a great year there, and then went on to Anaheim where I won a cup and then off to Philly. So uh, things happen, but um, you know, it was it was bittersweet. My wife's from here. Uh, played 10 years here and then you move on and you're uh you know you're doing the best you can but uh uh this is a great place to live a great place to raise families and i, I think you you know that you know that by the number of alumni that move back here uh after having finished their careers and you know it's just a, it's a great place to to live and people are great incredibly friendly and, and welcoming and and it's a great to be a part of the community and i think when you talk to guys around the league they're envious of uh, what we have in here in St. Louis. It's sort of funny, the circle there, because you get traded here, it's not your fault, and people are mad at you. Eric Brewer gets traded. <laughs> Eric Brewer gets traded here for you, and then they're mad at and they're mad at him. I mean, like he kind of lived your life to some degree after the trade. Did you ever talk to Brewer? Have you ever visited over the years about being involved in that deal with each other? Yeah, a little bit. Uh, I knew I knew Eric from. Uh, the Olympic team in, uh, in 02 and, um, you know, same agent and, and things of that nature. And, you know, we talked about it a little bit, a couple of times in passing and he's always saying, Oh, thanks. I'm like, well, get over it. You're not nearly as bad as mine was. So <laughs> you'll be all right. <laughs> that, you know, there's another theme with blues hall of famers. And this is, this was my angle the other night when I wasn't asking Red Berenson about Jim Harbaugh which slowed down my pronger access, I believe. I think you took 30 yeah. or 60 seconds out of our interview because I made you wait. It was a good angle. It's interesting. Red Berenson knows yeah. Jim Harbaugh. Yes, and then he went on a 25-minute rant. <laughs> <laughs> Prong's like, let's go here. i got to push some a journey whiskey on some folks. Let's go. Let's go, I believe is yeah, what you may have always, said. Always be selling, right? Uh, but how many Blues legends, yourself, and then Brett Hull, and then even Kachuk, I mean, all these players were traded here. You know what I mean? It's like Bernie yeah. Bernie Federico is a blue through and through, but and maybe that's just the game, but it's amazing how many of these great players came here, even more recently, Shen, O'Reilly. Is that just the league? Is it less and less likely somebody is you know, born and bred, you know, drafted and groomed? Yeah, I, I would say in, in today's environment, very, very, very rare uh, to be able to play for one organization. I, you know, and even and by the way, even back in the day, and we'll call the day the '80s and the '90s, there there was not a lot of players that stayed in one organization for its entirety or for their entire career. And you know, you you look at some of the names and. In the different sports, you're like oh, that, you know, like I was just listening to Ray Lewis talk about when he got drafted by the Ravens, and then he started his career and he was playing. He's like, I knew this is my town. I'm I'm playing my whole career here, and and sometimes, you know, you got to know when to hang them up because they're going to ship you somewhere else, uh, or the team goes in a different direction. You know, there's all kinds of different things that can happen. But, uh, you know, a lot of things need to go right for somebody to be able to play their whole career in one, one organization in one town. And, uh, you know, I think uh, as salary cap and as the finances of the leagues have come into, you know, become bigger and bigger, you, you just see you have to be 
you know, it's a business, and you have to figure out when you got to cut ties with the player. You know, depending upon what their ask is, depending upon, I mean, you know, look at Alex Petrangelo. Who would have thought that he would have been, wouldn't finish his career as a blue? And, you know, it's just, it is what it is. You know, it's an unfortunate byproduct of the game and, and of the sport. It's, it's, it's a business, and, and that's, the, that's the tough side of, uh, you know, how, how it's got to work and how it's got to operate. There's so many different uh, ways things can play out that, uh, you know, you just never know. Are you an NFL fan? You mentioned a podcast with Ray Lewis or wherever he was talking. Do you follow the game? Uh, a little bit. I'm not. I mean, I'm not that. You don't have a fantasy you know, team? Like I watched. No, I used to, and <laughs> I, I don't really have the time anymore. And I, I watched. Like, I watch a two game. You know, I'll watch a playoff games. I'll watch probably watch a Super Bowl a little bit. But I'm not living and dying by every play. And I'm not, you know, so it's just fun to watch and fun to see, you know, and see teams have success and players have success, but uh, not a diehard in any sense. Will the NFL Hall of Famer Dan Durdorf write the forward to your book, or will that be strict? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I, I guess I will need to have him write the forward. That is an excellent choice. So it may be happening, or did I just plant a really good seed, or am I just a little late? You to the- planted... You planted a really good seed. See, yes. you're not only did you figure out the forward, but you're a very forward thinker that you came up with that. Look at that. Uh, let's ask Chris Pronger a little bit about the current state of the league and the Blues. We'll do that next. Love talking to Chris Pronger, and we'll do more of it after this quick break. Want to tell you about AAA Home Services, not just your independent American standard heating and air conditioning dealer, but the place right now to get that new furnace, get that new unit. It'll be in time for the winter, of course, but next summer you'll have a brand new unit. And right now the best rebates go on all year. So you're going to save money on a top quality unit, which is American Standard. Plus you're getting it from the great people at AAA Home Services. Been around St. Louis now for 54 years. So they are well established. You know about American Standard. You roll it all in and get the great rebate. It's the time to do it. You can check out more online at aaastl.com. AAASTL.com or call 636-397-3200. 636-397-3200. AAA Home Services. So it's a great time to buy or repair whatever it is in your home that needs a repair. Appliances, electrical, plumbing, all of it in one stop. AAA Home Services. When we say AAA is on the way, that is good news indeed. Check out those rebates online at AAASTL.com. Chris Pronger, the Blues Hall of Famer with us. And, Chris, the Blues have been on a, a hot streak of late. How tough is it for a team to kind of re-identify who they are? Like this team, they get the coach fired, and we're all – I mean, I said online, I don't think this team's that good, and now here they are winning. And I, I, I've said this, if they make the playoffs or maybe they win around, and if Braden Shen looks at me and said, hey, you said we were no good or weren't good enough, I would look him in the face and say – that's correct. Instead of all these teams like the Chiefs, the, the Kansas City Chiefs will say, nobody believed in us. I'm like, yeah, they did. You have Patrick Mahomes. Everybody believes in you. But how, how is this team able to kind of rewrite the script somewhat within the season? Yeah, I think sometimes when you when the coach gets fired, um, and I guess you could argue that it was um, caught people off guard maybe a little bit, uh, it, it can go one of two ways. It takes a while for the team to adjust to 
the new coach, the way, you know, they're going to be usually completely opposite to, to the former coach. And the systems can change a little bit and the way they operate. So sometimes it's a, a boost and, and you come out guns a blazing and you, you start winning hockey games. Or you're trying to feel your way through and, and understand what your new, maybe new roles and responsibilities are, how he wants to play, how he wants you to play, uh, maybe lines change, things of that nature, combinations. So, um, you know, I just think they're kind of coming into their own. I think they're realizing that it's the coach, you know, and a lot of times the coach gets fired. You now have to take it upon yourself. Okay, there's nobody left to be fired but us, <laughs> us being traded. So let's uh, let's all come together. Let's let's leave it all out in the ice. And, and I think you're seeing them buy in, and I think you're seeing them uh, play with more urgency, more determination, and. Uh, you know, I was talking to one of the owners the other night, and and it was great that it was the night of the, the night after the Hall of Fame induction of Pavel, Mike, and and Walt, and uh, you know, it was one of the most complete games he's seen the team play, and it was great for them to be able to play that style and that type of game to honor the guys that were going up on into the Blues Hall of Fame. I think all players get compared to other players. You probably dealt with this during your career, but like when Colton Pareko came along, we're like, wow, he's a big, tall guy, he's big, and like. If he could just be a little meaner, I don't know, maybe Pronger could take him to lunch and talk to him about being mean. And, like, that doesn't work that way. Uh, and then you yeah. look at the career. Like, Jay Bomeister was not a overly physical defenseman, but he was outstanding at what he did. And now you look at these advanced metrics and Pareko's having a really good year. Do you think we just sort of were trying to make him, in our own minds, into something he wasn't? And if you watch the game closely, he's actually now playing at a high level. Yeah, it's funny. When I was coming in the league, I was going to be the next Larry Robinson. And, you know, on, there's always people who need to kind of describe you as a former player. And, um, you know, you, you look at the, as you said, you look at the, the size, you look at, you know, the ability and, and things of that nature. Um, I think people need to realize that everybody is their own man. Everybody plays the game the way they play. Uh, it's extremely hard to play a certain way. It's, it's, born into them you know he's he's a great kid he's uh you know he's he's a, a very good hockey player you know and i think people have to lay off him in that sense like know what you got and then allow him to play to his strengths don't put him in positions where he need, he's playing outside of his comfort zone you know and i think that that also can help with a new coach too they come in with a, a blank slate and and aren't either whether it's comparing himself to somebody or expecting something more or less from somebody. Uh, they're able to look at him and go, okay, when they're watching video of a player or they're watching games and they're like seeing when a player has success and seeing when a player struggles, they're able to identify when a player is having success and try to then repeatedly put them into those positions where they can continue to have success, gain confidence, and then that confidence kind of breeds into other parts of the game. So when you got labeled the next Larry Robinson kid from Canada, that's that's sort of tough. <laughs> now again, it all worked out for you, didn't Alexander Daigle? He was the first pick, didn't he? Say nobody remembers who's picked second, and yet you were the second pick. Wasn't that a famous quote? That is a very famous quote. <laughs> he, I, and it just it's been resurrected once again because he, I think, made a movie about himself. Oh, what would what so would he that, be making a movie you know, about? What would, uh, basically, he didn't amount to what he thought he was going to amount to, or something like that. Well, that's no fun. <laughs> no, no. I think he, you know, 
He, I think once he retired, I think he was working in Hollywood as a writer or something, and um, he may have actually maybe wrote this script. I don't know. I was, I just saw a trailer for it the other day. I don't know who, uh, who or what uh, has how this has come about, but I do know that uh, uh, his movie is out, and uh, uh, that quote is a big part of uh, of the modus operandi of the movie and you you know French kid didn't speak a lot of English and you know was thrust into the media with no training and what have you and I guess uh, I guess his phrase or his quote didn't didn't end very well <laughs> well it, he is uh, in his defense it sounds like he's owning it a little bit like Ryan Leaf does all this stuff now about how he did kind of yeah. flame out and and in, in a certain way has has owned it. Are the French kids are they a little sassy, Chris? Are they a little more the French Canadians? Um, yeah, they, well, they were. Yeah. You know, I think there's there's a a big section of them from Northern Quebec and Quebec City that don't speak English. Like legit, I played with a few of them uh, over the years in junior and whatnot that. Uh, did not, and actually, uh, one of your old favorites, Ian LaPerriere, was one of them. Oh, he Lappy, Lappy. When I first played with him on the under-18 Canada team, he spoke very limited English. And now, I mean, that's all he does is talk. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, there's, there's a couple sections in, in Quebec where they don't speak English. And so... I don't know, it's part of their culture. They just do everything, you know, they're bought into France and French, and, and they um, they don't learn English in school. It, it's just, you know, for whatever, everything is done in French. Which, uh, so so when they do go play junior and and, uh, and and then obviously, you know, go to America and play, uh, they need to speak English, and, and sometimes it can be a, uh, just, you know, it's like having... Russian, Finn, Swedes, whoever come over to to North America to play, you know, sometimes there's a transition period. All right, I would never answer a question for Chris Pronger, but when I tweeted you'd be on, I said, any questions? Somebody said, what does he think about being on several lists as one of the dirtiest players in the history of the NHL? And I wanted to answer and say, he's good with it. He's fine with it. <laughs> are you aware of this? Are there, are there lists like this that exist? I'll have to look them up. Allegedly. Um, you know what? That's that's their interpretation. I don't. I don't really uh, worry about it too much. That that was. Uh, I wasn't out there trying to make friends, so I, I'm happy that I'm not on the top best friends list. Right. And then, so, the, and, uh, the, and then you. Win. But you became NHL. Well, you weren't the director of player safety, were you, or just on the panel? I was on the. Uh, I was a. I was a director. I wasn't the executive director. I was not the head. So you on the panel, so to speak. Yes. Okay. Did anybody call that ironic? Uh, there were quite a few <laughs> members of the media calling it ironic. Okay. Not those you who played the game. Them, no, I would never. I know better. Yes. Get get sliced with the uh, the verbal slicing, but I think you were suspended eight times. I'm going to guess all eight were misunderstandings. Uh, yes, allegedly. <laughs> um, yeah, there were a couple uh, accidents. Uh, there were a couple unfortunate mishaps. Uh, there were a couple that were um, accidentally on purpose. 
and then, then there was a couple mistakes. <laughs> Wait a minute. Those all kind of sound the same. Accidentally on purpose, couple mistakes. Uh, how, how are you not? I think every time we're on and we have you on and we love it, people love hearing from Pronger. How are you not doing any media? How are you not on a panel? Or, I mean, I know you probably have been on some shows here and there. And I know you're busy. You got the uh, journey, Canadian whiskey. It's around town. It's around the country. Very popular. Well-inspired travel. You're a busy guy. Uh is the, have you had media opportunities you've just passed on? Uh, I've had a few that uh, that I was talking to some people about, and it just it wasn't a fit at the time. I, they couldn't give me a firm understanding of the time commitment that they need needed, and so I had to pass on a couple things. But um, you know what? I just like helping you, Martin. I like making you look good. Thank you. Well, you are. You're doing a great job. And we had uh, we had your buddy, uh, we, we, when Michigan was about to win the national championship, I said, who should we have on? I'm like, oh, my God. The obvious is Dan Deardorff, yeah. who yeah. is one of the best guests ever. So funny, so interesting. And I'm like, wait a minute. He and Prong are like best friends. I'm like, they're not exactly the same age. So I asked the great Dan. We're not. You mean we're not the same vintage? No, you are not. And I... And I said, uh, I've seen Dan at you know Pronger event. I know you guys are buddies. And I thought, wait, how are they friends? And Dan has an answer for everything, and it's always gold. Whatever he says is interesting. And he said, you know, I said, how are you friends with Chris Pronger? And he said, I have no idea. And I was like, he didn't have an answer. Do you? Do you remember? You hold on, hold on. You're telling me he was speechless? He was. Is that it, what you're saying? It was momentarily, but he was speechless. Okay, there we go. There <laughs> we go. It was momentarily. Okay. <laughs> he was <Okay>. speechless. <laughs> Did it go way back to your early... It goes, yeah, it goes uh, way back to... Uh, I think I met Dan in... I know I met him at Deardorff and Hearts like in like 95 or 96 when I first got here. And then, uh, and then I, I met him at a, again at a couple different charity events, you know, just briefly. And then I think we got together at, I think I went out and played in his golf tournament. And that's when we kind of really started uh, connecting. And uh, I would say late 90s, like 99, 2000-ish, ballpark. Okay. And I would think the verbal sparring could be intense because he he can he can lay it on people pretty good, and then you can do and you can do it just the same. So I would think I I could you two. There you go. There's the there's the podcast. There's the show. Not that Dan and like, Nah, I don't want to do it. Just call me at the house. He didn't want to do it. But again, I'm I'm an idea guy. Just throwing it out there. All right, for everybody listening, it's Journey J R N Y. That's the Canadian whiskey. Available all around St. Louis, liquor stores. Is there a website, too, where they can read more about it? www.thejourneythejrny.com. Thejourney.com. He did the www, because I think, I think at this point we figured it out. The World <laughs> Wide Web. web. Thanks, <laughs> thanks for educating us, Chris. Always so much fun to have you on the show. Enjoy, enjoy Peterborough. I don't know if people have said that before, but enjoy Peterborough. Oh, yes. I am, uh, yeah, it's been a while since I've been back to Peterborough. Who's the most famous uh, alum that from their juniors? Well, other than you, other uh, than you, I played there. Steve Eiserman played there. Ooh. Bob Ganey played there. Uh, Mike Keenan was a coach. Ooh. Roger Nielsen was a coach. 
Uh, Mike Ricci was uh, was a player there. Uh, let's see, of most recent, Eric Stahl played there. Uh, let's see here, who else? Uh, Jordan it. Stahl played there. I'm just trying to keep going back. Jamie Langenbrunner played there. Uh, he, Jamie Langenbrunner, believe it or not, actually, when I moved, when I started playing in Hartford, he moved into my billet family's house. My, he moved into my bedroom. Is that wow? Oh, that <laughs> that should be in the book, the Pronger book. World. The, That's right. When That's when's right. when's the book going to come? We're probably a year or two away. Uh, we're a ways away. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm, I was just teasing you. Oh, okay. uh, Larry Murphy played there. Uh, there's there's lots. There's, there's, it's a, Are you on their Wikipedia track. page right now reading this? I think, I think no. I think Bobby Pleger may have played there. Oh wow! Because it used to be back in like the you know 50s, 60s. It used to be the farm team, one of the farm teams for uh, Montreal. So they they didn't have a draft. They had like a list, and you, they put players in different cities. Well, now I know. You'll, gonna, have to, you'll have to do some more research on that. I will. Martin. I know. I've, I've once again left a Chris Pronger <laughs> interview with a homework assignment. The Hall of Famer, yeah. not only the blue yeah. jacket wearing, blues, not the blue jackets, but wearing a blue jacket as a blues Hall of Famer, of course. He's enshrined in Toronto, the Pro Hockey Hall of Fame. Prongs, always a pleasure. Thanks for hopping on. Thanks for having me, Martin. Have fun. Take care. Enjoy the journey. You know that if you were sitting at the bar talking to Pronger, it would be fun. He'd sing you a few times for sure. Put you in your place a few times, but just always fun to talk to. He's never that disposition. I over the years, I can't think of maybe a handful where he wasn't the same guy, like kind of fun but a little bit edgy and uh then that that evil laugh or that cackle. So I love talking to Chris Pronger, hopefully blues fans, hockey fans. Or just St. Louis sports fans got a chance to listen to this. We appreciate you supporting Kilcoin Conversation. We've cranked out a few lately, and I haven't done the introductions. We just kind of got them out as quick as we could. Plenty more coming in the weeks ahead. You can always find us at Spotify and iTunes, scoopswithdannymac.com. And if you subscribe, it's easier. That way you get things delivered directly to you. But we appreciate you. Listening and supporting the sponsors. The Pasta House, providing the Pasta House Studios. That's where we're coming from. Love all their food. You just can't go wrong. Lunch or dinner, everything on the menu is fresh, and you can taste the difference. You really can. I was there last week for a business meeting. Had the cannelloni. Unbelievable. That's something you're not going to make at home. And that's something you don't want to put out of you know from the freezer, pre-packaged. It's just not the same. Check out the Pasta House, 19 area locations. Appliance discounters for all your appliance needs, as well as repair needs, because my guy Sean in the service department, he can fix everything. Refrigerator, washer, dryer, dishwasher, we've had them fix all of the above. Tell you what, man, I've got all these kids running around. We beat the snot out of stuff, and Sean always gets it up and running. Theappliancediscounters.com. Triad Bank for all your banking needs. I always tell the story. My mom walked in there and got a coffee and sat down. And she said, wow, everybody was really nice to me and friendly. It really is the way a bank should be. They're holding on to your money. Why wouldn't they be nice to you? I've never figured that out. But a lot of these big corporate banks, it's just so, it's either antiseptic or rude. I've dealt with that a lot over the years and said enough. Triad Bank for all your banking needs, a St. Louis-based bank, and 
They are fully rated, five-star rated bank. Jim Regner, the CEO, used to work for the state. A lot of the uh, regulatory stuff, so they're following all the rules, which is a big deal these days with the banking industry. Find out more at triadbanking.com. Marie de Villa Senior Living, they are at the corner of Clayton and Wideman Road. We always tell you about that, but it's it's important because you're driving up and down those roads. You're like, what, what is that right there? It looks like kind of like a college campus, but it's Marie de Villa Senior Living. They just had the giant Christmas tree out, biggest outdoor tree in West County in St. Louis. Part of the festive nature there. Fred and Mary Kay, the owners, are always sort of doing something festive, and they kind of want to make the whole neighborhood get excited about the holidays. Great place for your senior years. It's mariedevilla.com if you'd like to take a virtual tour. And the Missouri Athletic Club for all your needs. Let's see, you're into fitness. Great. You can work out downtown. You can work out out west. Sign up for a class. Get the kids out swimming at the outdoor pool. Whatever activity you're into. Or if you just like social. Great bar downtown. The Jack Buck Grill out west. There's the 1903 bar really cool spot that they redid a few years ago so if you just want to hang out with clients or family mac provides that two different locations speaker series we had the joe buck chip carry event this summer that was outstanding they just had a political event with claire mccaskill roy blunt it's one of the benefits of membership there's always a speaker coming through town an event mac-stl.org to find out more information about the club that's been around since 19 19- Thanks again for tuning in to Killcoin Conversation. We'll talk to you again soon. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.